What's poppin' everybody? It's your girl, Lady D, and you're inside Cafe Conversations for another week and another podcast. And I want to thank you so much for joining me. Hey, listen, so I was approached by a young lady who is trying to get back into the dating scene. And uh, she's been in a relationship for quite some time, and it looked as though she was going to get married. But then that didn't work out. And so now she is back into the sea of fishes and she is trying to find her way in, um, I guess, trying to find her way into loving again. She doesn't know if she'll be able to do that. And she wants to be able to do that without any excess baggage. And so she listened to one of my other podcasts. I have so many. Oh, my God. Um, But dating is collecting data she listened to that and then the uh, misperceptions of dating and so this time I kind of you know wanted to kind of cater something to her but not just to her but to anyone who maybe just trying to get back into the dating scene okay because sometimes when you've been in a relationship for a long time and then it ends and you find yourself kind of like flopping around. It's kind of like, you know, you get tossed into the ocean and there's no floaty to catch you. And it can be very overwhelming, you know. And um, I just want to give some tips really quickly on how to get back out there and how to love once again. And even if you don't find love, but just get out there and enjoy yourself while respecting yourself. All right. So one of the the things that, um, and again, I'm not an expert. Okay. (laughs) But one of the things that I want to address is your past. Your past relationships should not spill over into your new relationships. You must understand that whomever hurt you is that person. And so you can't take that hurt into a new relationship. You must deal with that. And you must, no matter how much it hurts, you must deal with that hurt. You must address that hurt. And you must move past that hurt. Okay? You have to face it, deal with it, and move past it. If you fail to do this, then you will eventually if you were to meet someone else, eventually that same hurt will resurface. Okay? Because you have these things called triggers. And you're in a new relationship now. You've gone on from Joe Blow and now you with Happy Mike. Okay? And Mike says something that Joe Blow said to you and it ticks you off. You going off at the mouth and Mike trying to figure out at what point did you walk out the room and crazy came in? You can't do that. <laughs> you can't allow another person's uh, inflictions upon you to cause you to cause those aff- cause you to inflict those afflictions upon someone else. You will fail each and every time in a relationship. It's going to be hard. There's going to be a struggle. Okay. There's no such thing as meeting your match. And this goes for being a man or woman. Okay. Although I am addressing the women, if you are a man listening to this podcast, this goes for you too. 
because it happens to men as well. Men tend to take, you know, brokenness into new relationships as well. It's not just women. But since a woman brought me this topic, I wanted to cater this show to women. Another thing um, that you really need to uh, take into consideration is you got to take some time to care for yourself after a breakup. That doesn't mean, you know, sitting, watching love stories or sad music with tissue in the bed, crying your eyeballs out. No, you will cry. Some of us do cry and it's nothing wrong with crying because that's a part of your pain. That's a part of your emotion. And crying is definitely an outlet. It allows you to uh, release that thing that made you sad or broke your heart. So you have to release. Okay. Crying is definitely a way to release, but you don't stop there and you don't stay there. You have to take time out to care for yourself. That means that you have to begin to consider you and what you want, consider who you are, consider where you want to be, consider how you're going to get there. You have to begin to show some self-consideration. And that is definitely a number one major important part of self-care. Go and get your hair done. Go and get your nails. Well, we can't do that right now. But anyway, when all this is over, (laughs) go and get your hair done. Go and get your nails done. Go and buy yourself a nice you know, pair of shoes um, or a, a nice outfit or something that's going to make you feel good. Okay, you got to take care of yourself and, you know, find you a hobby, find you something that you enjoy. Maybe it's journaling, journal, because you never know what your words may do for someone else. Journal those feelings down on those pages. And I promise you, when you go back a couple of years later and read that journal, you're going to be like, wow, I was so stupid. I know because I've done that. During the time that I was um, about, when I was about, I guess, in my mid to early 30s, um, I had this issue with finding love and making contact you know, with love and and just trying to hook up with the right people. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> um, it was hard. It was really, really hard. And so I began to journal and I would write down my feelings and write down my thoughts and, and uh, go back, you know, and read them to see, you know, where I was. It began to be therapeutic for me, which is kind of how I really got into writing. So, yeah, um, journal, do that. You know, and if you can't journal, you know, maybe, you know, find a hobby that you enjoy. Maybe you enjoy knitting or sewing or um, DIYs, but something that brings you joy, something that you can get lost and captivated in that brings you joy and, and, and into a serene place within yourself. Take care of you, sis. Take some hot baths in your favorite bubble bath some Epsom salts and relax yourself. Get out and, you know, take you a walk, but do the necessary things to care for you after a breakup because you 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 need to heal. It's important that you heal. You have to understand that sometimes things just don't work 
And no matter what you do, no matter what you say, it just don't work out. I've always said that God has a strange way of taking care of his children. And when we as women, we meet someone and we want them so bad and or we're, we're in this relationship and things appear to us as everything's okay. But then you hit that roadblock or that brick wall and all of a sudden everything is in shambles. And you're finding yourself like, what happened? You know, why? Why did this happen? Sometimes it just don't work out. And it's okay if it doesn't work out. It doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's something wrong with that person. Sometimes it's just God's way of protecting us because only he knows what's going on down the line. We don't. We're in our moment. We can't see into the future like he can. So sometimes when those relationships just don't work the way you want them to, it's God's way of protecting you sis allow yourself to be protected yeah and and I'll give you a really quick uh testimony I dated a guy for seven years and oh my god I love this man I wanted this man I was gonna be Mrs. yes I was honey mm-hmm. I wanted this man but it just didn't work out and I didn't understand why and then one night And I'm about to be really candid with you guys. One night while lying in bed with this man, after I had given my body to this man, he looked at me and he said that he did not love me. And I don't know what we were talking about at the time that caused us to get on that subject. But this is what he said to me. He said, Well, let me rephrase. He said he loved me, but he wasn't in love with me. And in my mind, my female mind could not compute. How can you say you're not in love with me and you've been with me for seven years? Now, now where I am right now, when I look at that, here's what I see. You were with him for seven years. Of course he wasn't in love with you because had he been in love with you, he would not have wasted seven years of your time. He would have made you his wife early on. Why should it take seven years for you to make up your mind about somebody that you were spending that type of time with? Somebody that was giving themselves to you mentally, physically, emotionally. He was right, but I couldn't compute that. That bothered me. And he said, I never, I've never been in love with you. And I'm looking at him like, "Eh, what? You know, I've never been in love with you. I love you. I care for you. I care about you. And so I looked at him and I said, but you've done all of these nice things. You know, you helped me with this and you helped me with that. And he's like, well, you know, you got to pay for it. Basically, you got to pay for the booty. It don't come for free. Blew my mind. Long story short, this is what I did. Don't judge me, okay? All right? This is what I did. So, I was cool with that. I let that slide, so he thought, and I went on about my business. So, on another day after I had some time to allow those words to marinate within my spirit, I um, got cute, and yeah, and I went to his place. And... uh, 
I laid it on him real, real good, ladies. Real, 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 real good. Because I said, you know what? I don't know when it's going to be another time when I get me some. And so I need to go on and stock up because I'm about to hit this drought real quick. And uh, I put it on him. I put it on and battle, bing, battle, boom. Like he was like, oh yeah. You know, even though I said all that messed up stuff, she's still rocking with her brother. She down with me. So when I got dressed to walk out the door, I did so in a manner that was not in a familiar manner unto him. And so he was like, well, oh, you gone? And I'm like, yeah. He said, well, I'll talk to you later. I said, no, you won't. He said, what? I said, no, you won't. And I walked out the door. I walked out the door. I did not look back, honey. I did not have a Lot's wife moment in in that moment. And I walked out that door. I walked down those steps and I went to my car and I got in my car. I crunk it up and he came to the door like, what? I put that car in reverse, honey. And I left and I went on about my happy-go-lucky business. So later on that night, here he is beating at my door with a dozen of camellia roses. And I'm like, I stood him up against the counter, actually. I didn't even try to put him in a vase or anything. And he's like, well, what do you want me to do? I said, absolutely nothing. The same thing that you've done for the last seven years. And I ended that relationship. Sometimes, ladies, we got to deal with the difficulty of the situation in order for us to move past it deal with it I ain't saying the way I dealt with it was right but I sure felt good when I finished yeah I felt real good and very empowered because I took all of that energy that he had taken from me loving him being loyal to him understanding him and being there for him back because it was not his in the first place point blank period so we, we we really have to understand that sometimes, babes, you know, it just don't work out. Okay. Another thing, um, if you have some weak friends, and we all got some weak friends, you know, it's, we got some weak friends. Them, you know, them friends that give you that bad advice. Yeah, that advice that you really don't need, can't even use. Um, listen, <laughs> Don't confide in them. Don't tell them your business. I'll tell you why. I have a friend who has a friend and she was going through some things with her dude and her and her dude broke up, had been broken up for a while. So all of a sudden her dude then ran into another chick and that didn't work out. So he wanted to run back to her. Okay. And he's calling her and he's swooning her via telephone. And so the friend of hers is like, girl, that's God. Girl, you need to give him another chance. Girl, he's sorry. Okay, what she do? Listening to her friend gave this dude another chance and he turned around and did what? And you already know before I even get it out of my mouth. That's right. A repeat, an encore, broke her heart again. Don't confide in your weak friends. Okay, don't confide in nobody. Deal with that yourself. And I know it's hard. But sometimes it's best. You know what I'm saying? But deal with that yourself. Another thing we got to do is we got to learn to let go of what hurts us. No matter how much we love that pain. Because see, once that man hurts you, in my opinion, he becomes pain. Okay? I'm going to say that again, just in case. Once that man hurts you, he becomes pain. And you have to Gather the strength necessary and release 
that pain. You have to learn how to let that pain go, ladies. It's important and it's vital for you to be able to function normally in your future relationships. Okay? You got to take that with you. You got to let that marinate like neck bone juice. You know what I'm saying? Like Country Wayne say, let that marinate like neck bone juice. Let it saturate your shanana. You feeling me? And don't isolate yourself in your hurt after a breakup. We so good at that. I don't want to talk to nobody. I'm not taking no calls. I'm not returning no text messages. I'm over. I'm hurt. I'm done. I'm tired. I can't. Girl, cut it out. Get up out of that bed. Wipe your face. Go wash your tail. Comb your hair. Put you on a pretty face and go somewhere. Even though at this point in blank time, we can't really go too far. But just get up. Get up, sis. Get up, baby. You can do this. Your life was not about him. Your life is your life. It's time for you to take full and absolute control of you, love you the way you deserve to be loved, and move on. It's time to move on, sis. Don't isolate yourself in that pain because that brings on depression. It can possibly bring on suicidal suicidal thoughts. It can also um, cause self-esteem issues. But don't isolate yourself in your pain. If you are going to confide in a friend, find you a good, solid, sound support system. Somebody that's got good sense. Somebody that's not going to tell you or, or, or guide you or lead you astray and take you off the path. Because again, sometimes when these relationships don't work out, he's cheating on you or you find out he got a whole nother secret life over there in the south side, in the corner, somewhere under the crevices. You know, that's God's way of protecting us. You know, we pray, oh, Lord, you know, send me a sign. And then when God give us a sign, we want to act a fool. No, we can't do that. We got to do better. We going to do better. All right, so don't isolate yourself. And you have to understand that when you've done all of these things, you have to understand that in your now new budding relationship, you can't always control the narrative or steer or direct the way you want things to go. You have to allow things to happen naturally. See, Because of the things that we've gone through, it causes us to sometimes build up a residue of fear that the next thing is not going to work out or the next man is going to cause some hurt or the next woman is going to cause some hurt. So we have to allow ourselves to not be so controlling in everything. Control you. That's what you control. You control yourself. But you can't control the aspects surrounding your new budding relationship. It will never work. That's not how it go. It's not going to work out like that. It's not. And I'm just giving you something to really, truly think about. You have to be able to move forward. Hurt teaches us a lesson. It's there. It's a warning. It's an alert. It's a sign given to us by God. And... It teaches us not to make that same mistake 
I remember when my oldest son was a little boy and we were down in my grandmother's house and she had, you know, the old fashioned gas heater and he could feel the heat, which made him curious. And you could see when he would try to reach his hand out and she would say, ah, 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 that's hot. Don't touch that. That's hot. And every now and then when he thought nobody was looking, he would reach out, try to touch that, that heater. And she said, no, no, no. I told you that's hot. And finally, he caught us when nobody was really paying too much attention. We were engulfed in our conversation. He messed around and touched that heater. Let me tell you something. That baby didn't touch no more heaters. He didn't want to be too much heat. He didn't want to be bothered with none of that. Pain sends a signal to the brain, okay, that that is dangerous. That is bad. That is not good. Don't do that no more. That's what the purpose of pain is. But once that signal has been transmitted, you have to understand that now you got to let it go. You got the message. You don't need to continue to repeat the same message that you've already got when it first initially happened to you. Pain in a relationship should cause you to learn some things about yourself, learn some things about your partner. It should cause you to reevaluate some things overall. It should cause you to even begin to seek God for guidance because that's a lot of our issue. We keep trying to have these relationships without God in them. And so they keep jacking up. But anyway, you know, I'm just putting it out there. But you have to utilize all of the things that have happened to you and make them work for yourself. I love um, super, um, what is it? Super podcast. There's a podcast that I listen to and I think it's Superpower Her. And it is by Daya Taylor. And I hope I'm saying her name. Daya Taylor or Daya Taylor. And um, I love when she says, you have to make your pain pay you back. I love that. Um, and you do. You And you're probably saying, well, how can I make my pain pay me back? I just told you how. Take control of it and make it pay you back. Let that pain make you better. A better woman, a better person. Make that pain give you back everything that you thought it took from you. Okay? By moving beyond it. And having better relationships. And not just relationships with men, but relationships with everyone. Because men aren't the only one that hurt us. And if you're a man, women aren't the only one that hurt us. We have family members as well. Or maybe our mom left us. Maybe our dad left us. You know, maybe an uncle may have done something that, you know, he shouldn't have done to us. But we have to allow that pain and that hurt to pay us back. We can't walk around and make pain continue to cause us to pay it. No, absolutely not. You have to make that pain pay you back. You have to get up and shake yourself and dust yourself off and you have to move forward. You really do. That's that. You know, it is what it is. You have to understand that sometimes... It is what it is. And you got to know your worth. That's the last thing. You got to know your worth. You got to stop devaluing yourself and finding yourself in these old dead end relationships. You got to develop a standard. That's very important. Because if you keep 
getting involved with the same type of man, that means your standard sis didn't get raised when you got out of the situation with the last dude. You got to raise your standard. And if you're not quite sure how high your standard should be, then just work on you. Work on you. And I guarantee you, if you work on you, your aura, the 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 newness, the new person that you become will attract the right person eventually. All right. I want you to take that again. And, and, and in my country, Wayne voice, you know, let that marinate like neck bone juice, people. You know? Yeah. I'm your girl, Lady D, and I just want to, you know, show you some love and let you know that I understand. I haven't always been married. You know, I just, I've only been married, what, barely two years. It'd be two years in October. And um, I've gone through some things. I was single longer than I've been married. You know, I've had my heart broken and all of that stuff. So I understand it, and I have not yet forgotten what it's like to be single. And it, it's very difficult sometimes, especially if you're someone that just loves love. I was one of those people. I just love love, you know. I just loved it. But we have to be able to move beyond all of that that trash so that we can enjoy the beautiful life, you know, filled with joy and laughter and happiness that God has intended for us to have, Okay. All right. All right. That's it, you guys. That's the show, the whole show. Real quick, I got some housekeeping that I want to do. Uh, Listen, so I am in the process of um, starting my YouTube channel, which my YouTube channel will be dedicated to relationships, all things relationships, all kinds of relationships, um, because I believe that when you are in a relationship, it is very important uh, to have the proper communication. So you be on the lookout for my YouTube channel. It's not live yet. I'm still building it, still working on it and all of that. But it's going to be inside the mind of love. An objective, um, yeah, an open objective. <laughs> an open objective on love and relationships. So I'm getting ready to um, launch that here pretty soon. It's coming at you really, really quickly. Also, um Pretty Girl Media, which is my website where I will house all of my media content on there. And I want to fill it up with as much uh, nutrients as I possibly can. So my podcast will be there. The uh, YouTube videos will be there. You can find some blogs there as well, as well as some merch. So, uh, yeah, that's what I got cooking in my kitchen, honey. So, yep, Lady D is making some moves. It's time to go ahead and get on out there and do the daggum thing. So, you know, I've been trying to stay encouraged through this whole thing with this COVID and all of this stuff and all these people dying. And it can get really depressing, especially when it hits home, when it hits your family members. So, you know. I have a couple of people very, very close to me that are uh, have been stricken with this COVID-19 and uh, it's been very emotional, but God is God. He is a healer and uh, I'm just trusting and believing that they will recover uh, and not, you know, and not, they will live and not die in Jesus name. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, you just got to. You just got to do things even in the midst of this whole pandemic and all of this quarantine crap. You still got to do some things to kind of make you happy. And podcasting and 
YouTubing and just simply helping people makes me happy. I love to help people. That's why I try to do um, create content that's going to help people. That's going to be informative. That's going to be enlightening. It's going to spark a conversation somewhere out there with someone. You know, that's what I enjoy doing. So um, if you have any topics that you want me to cover, you want to email me or anything, let me know how I'm doing. Please uh, email me at cafeconversation72 at gmail.com. If you have not liked us on Facebook, I don't know what you're waiting on. Again, that's uh, facebook.com forward slash cafeconversation72. And uh, yeah, and you can come and like us on Facebook and see what's going on. I often do Facebook lives too, where I'll do like a little open forum thing or I'll do a rant or whatever. It's kind of entertaining. So if you have not liked this on Facebook, make sure you get over there and do that. Also, follow me on Twitter. I don't tweet often, but still follow me just to be following me. Follow me on all of my platforms. I even have a new IG page that I'm so excited about. I launched it, um, I think, about a week and a half ago. And so I'm really excited. So go over to IG, like Cafe Conversation 72 as well. And uh, until then, guys, uh, I bid you peace. You know, stay safe, stay healthy in this situation that we're in. And whatever you do, make sure that you remain prayerful and uh, hold real, real tight to God's hand because he is the only one that's going to bring us through. All right. I'm your girl, Lady D, and I thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me. You guys have a blessed one. Hey, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Cafe Conversations. If you would like to follow me on any of my social media handles, check me out on Instagram at Cafe Conversation 72. Also check me out on Twitter. It's Dion8372 as well as Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Cafe Conversation 72. And you can also email me if you'd like at Cafe Conversation 72 at gmail.com. Also, if you'd like to be a part of the conversation, I mean, literally would like to be a part of the conversation, please feel free to go over to my website and leave me a message. Just hit that message button and I will definitely get that message integrated into that particular episode. And that is anchor.fm forward slash cafe conversations. Again, thank you so much for joining me. I'm your girl, Lady D. And until next time, we'll catch you later.